Hey, NoosaCast listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Please help us grow by subscribing or sharing the NoosaCast with friends or follow us on Facebook, X, TikTok, or Instagram. Now, let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the NoosaCast. What is a NoosaCast? It's where we bring local folk stories to life through conversation. All right, NoosaCast listeners, welcome to what turns out to be the end of the year episode in episode 26. We're so happy that you've continued to... uh, on this journey with us and hopefully you're getting some good information from us you're learning some stories from people and just enjoying northeast wisconsin and what we're putting out so joe welcome to episode 26 in the end of the year hey tosh i appreciate it you know it made me think that i can now actually put an official check mark and i've completed a new year's resolution help start a podcast get it through till the end of the year and we we did it happy new year yeah yeah this is good stuff i mean i i'll be honest when we first started i didn't know how long this would actually go and uh 20 26 episodes in is pretty cool and we've we've i've learned a lot in these 26 episodes as well it's uh definitely something that i you know you you know everybody has a story but you don't know the story that everybody has until you sit down and listen I, I don't know what's more amazing. I mean, we, we've learned a ton just about podcasting because it's <clears throat> you, you think you know what you're doing, but you really don't know what you're doing. And, and we still don't really know what we're doing. Man, there's a lot to it. But you're right. Just from a standpoint of the people that we've talked to and the people that we've met and heard their stories, absolutely mind blowing. And, and dude, they live right in our backyard. They're, they're, they're our neighbors. Incredible. Yeah. You know what? You don't have to go to a big city to have some pretty incredible stories from people. Um, right here in Appleton, you know, 76, 77,000 people. Uh, our whole community of the Fox Valley is, you know, 200 and some thousand people. It's, it's incredible what people have done and are doing uh, in our community. And to, to just understand that and think about it and just realize what's happening, if you just look around, I, I think I think we're – we're providing a, a service to people. I hope so. I mean, I hope you, there people are listening to it. I, I know I don't know if it's ten or six or one hundred and six, but it's it's somewhere in there. People are actually listening to us. But you're right that that's just kind of why we wanted to do this. I mean, we, we during the Red Smith banquets, we we would highlight certain people. You know, we we'd bring like a Maddie Wanamaker in. You know, maybe recognize her one year, but to actually be able to sit down and for those of you that don't know, you know, Maddie was one of our one of our first interviews. Maddie's an Olympic rower. She's she's an Olympian. She's from Nino, Wisconsin. She's she's a freaking Olympian. You know, it's just it still blows me away that you and I talk to Olympians that that yeah. live in this area. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, just absolutely. That that kind of thing is nuts, and to to be able to just 
just learn about her, just talk to her, just 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 talk to her, you know, and then just have that be recorded and and share that with everybody. That's kind of what the newscast is, and I think it's turning out okay. It's at least I don't know. You and I are having fun doing it, learning. Yeah. Speaking of turning out okay, the weather's turned out okay, out okay oh. with you this week, huh? Yeah, not bad. Unbelievable. <laughs> Boy, I mean, Christmas, I mean, you can, legit, you can almost wear shorts. It, it was just nuts. The well, nice thing is, is, Tosh, no wind. It, yeah. It's been kind of balmy from, from that yeah. standpoint. It is. It, we had two record days, two record yeah. highs on Christmas and the day after. So for a mailman like you, um, definitely had to be good. For somebody who has an ice rink in their backyard, which is now yeah. a duck pond, um, <laughs> it's it's not that good. But it'll uh, it'll change, and we'll get some ice at some point. And I'm sure this yes. weather will be a little bit different. But I I will have to say I'm glad we're not getting the uh, blizzard in the plains. Um, I'd rather have this than a massive blizzard over Christmas. So. Yeah, I, I I'm not going to complain about a brown Christmas, but uh, short of a of a bird bath in your backyard, how how was your Christmas? You guys, uh, you guys have a good one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, went out to the farm in Reedsville and uh, got to see some family. Uh, Facetimed with my family in Sarasota, uh, so got to see them as well. So yeah, it's it's good having having the boys home. You know, Will being home from college now until yeah. like. February, actually. Um, and just having everybody together is always a good time. How about yourself, Joe? What did you guys end up doing? Yeah, I, well, I ended up having to work uh, Christmas Eve, um, <laughs> kind of kind of late. So I, uh, I I was tired. So I, I didn't do, I actually didn't do a whole lot Christmas Eve, but had a great Christmas. Uh, hung out with the, yeah, I just hung out with the kids. Um, took Sully, Katie's dog. Sully is a great uh, golden retriever. Took him on a on a long walk through uh, out around Thrivent, and um, yeah, then Amelia and I actually had fun. Went to see uh, Wonka with uh, oh, okay. with Amelia. That was that was actually pretty good. I haven't been to a movie in a while, and I kind of I, I enjoyed it. Kids got That's a awesome. nice voice, and uh, it was a, it was a nice story. So, well, good, a good I, Christmas, and then back at it today delivering. Speaking mail. of movies, I uh, we sat down and watched Oppenheimer, and that was oh, yeah. absolutely fascinating fantastic movie if you have i mean i i know it's long you have to take three hours out of your life to go sit down and watch it but fantastic right. movie good story um yeah it's 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 amazing absolutely is incredible it, is it where did you watch it in in the theater it's in the theater anymore is no it, we uh, probably i got not. it for my birthday so we watched yeah. it on Blu-ray, yeah, <laughs> in the comfort of our own home. <laughs> no, I love that. I that's that is. I wish I wanted to see it in the theater, and it's uh, yeah, definitely on my watch list. That that is for sure. Well, Tosh, it is. Uh, uh, it's almost New Year's. I know. Um, start thinking about resolutions and and things like that. And I know you and I have some uh, resolutions about the about the news to cast, and you know we thought. What better way to maybe talk about uh, talk about the newscast than bring on our our producer, our editor Taylor? I, I know we we mention him from time to time, but uh, I don't think we've actually ever had him on the newscast. I don't think we've ever ever actually talked to him on the newscast, have we? I don't think so. We've yeah. talked about him, but not with him. So that's right. Should we bring him on? Yeah, let's bring Good. Taylor on. Taylor laughs as we try to maneuver the uh, <laughs> the technology. Hi guys, how how you doing? Good, We're good. How are you? 
Great, great. Thanks for having me on. Unofficially, it's not like the normal interview uh, that we normally have on the NoosaCast, but um, I appreciate uh, you guys wanting me on. You may recognize my voice um, from the very, very intro. Uh, you know, what is a NoosaCast? Uh, yes. I know Joe has uh, dropped my name from time to time, um, but I, I, I enjoy editing and producing this podcast and other of our broadcasts. Um, but uh, I, I just, I, I love to create things. Um, it brings me joy to put things together to present to people and especially to all of our listeners, the stories that you guys uh, uh, bring to all of us. Taylor kind of hit on it. We, um, I, I should have mentioned this before we brought you on that you're right. You know, we, we usually do have an interview, really cool interview like Tash and I talk about, but uh like we we said, you know, let's bring Taylor on. Let, let's have an interview with Taylor. Let's talk about let's let's interview the Nusa cast, and 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 see what the Nusa cast has to say. Yeah, you know, I, I I feel like I'm lucky. I'm I'm the the one that gets to listen to everything first um, before everyone, and uh, <laughs> kind of get it to in a nice little wrapped bow for everyone. Um, but I'm I'm also learning and discovering people and organizations that. Uh, are truly right here in Northeast Wisconsin, a lot of which that, honestly, I never even heard or really gotten to know about before doing this. So, um, you know, doing the production on this podcast uh, kind of has has opened my eyes. And um, sometimes I think if I wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have realized and discovered some of these things that are right in our neck of the woods. First of all, I have to say thanks. Thank you, Taylor, because without you, this wouldn't be a podcast because we had no clue what we're doing. So your expertise has definitely helped us out tremendously. And uh, we're very happy and very lucky to have you involved in this. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And that makes three of us. Maybe we, you know, we don't, we're, we're just getting started, I think here. And, um, you know, we're, we've got our feet wet and I think we've got a really good thing going here. Uh, I enjoy it. I love, um, making this for everyone. Uh, I enjoy listening to it myself. Um, you know, I, I get all my friends and family to listen and watch too. So everyone's excited about this. Um, I hope everyone out there is too. Um, but this is Joe and Tasha's show. Um, just in, in case you see or hear my voice again, um, you'll know who I am and I guess what I do. It, it's our show. It's always been our show. And, and, um, yeah, man. What is a NoosaCast? What is a NoosaCast? We're the folks at bringing these all these stories to life, right? <laughs> that, truly, yes. I mean that, and that's the cool thing. I mean, I you know I've said it once already, but that is the cool thing for us. And maybe the thing. I mean, I knew, I knew when we started talking about this idea that the interviews would be fun, but I never really realized how and how much enjoyment I get out of just. Everybody that we've talked to, I literally have loved every single interview that, that we've had. And I mean, Tasha, you and I can see um, the, the little recording number up there. And I swear to God, it's 45 minutes before I look up almost on every single guest that we've ever had. It's like, holy cow. And, and, we, and I feel like that we've just begun, you know, getting into these, these things. It's, it's unbelievable how fast the time goes and... and how enjoyable it is just just to talk to these people yeah I, I agree with you joe some of these interviews have just gone by and you're like i could we could sit and interview him for another two hours yeah but, uh, and then you, you remember know. me <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's the truth 
because <laughs> it hits about that hour point and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a lot for Taylor. But we keep going, uh, try to keep people's uh, time in consideration. Uh, but yeah, they're, they've been, they've been pretty interesting. They're not pretty, they've been very interesting. I think that's one of the things that people have told me is that they just like the fact that we're just sitting down talking and people are kind of spilling their stories to us, which is always a good compliment. Yeah, that's huge. And that's, well, I mean, right. That's, we joke about everything. We're not professionals. I don't know how to be a professional interviewer, but you and I know how to have a conversation. And and that, that ultimately I, I feel like, I think that's what, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I think that is probably what our strength is, is that we can just, we just basically shoot the breeze with people. You know, we don't put any pressure on, we're not after any kind of story. It's literally, I'm talking to somebody no different than I'd talk to him in a, into a bar, grocery store. Yeah. I think, I think the time is a, is, is a consideration for our guests, but sometimes um, you just have to let the conversation roll and uh, you know, let the guest uh, talk. And I, I, I love that about our guests and our interviews. Um, people just are able to open up and, and tell their story. And I mean, we've said that a hundred times, but it's true. And that's, what's fascinating and uh, interesting about all these, all these um, people that have come on the NoosaCast. So uh, I, I love the candidness of our guests. I love how they open up and really talk about, um, you know, feelings and experiences but that comes from you guys too. You guys ask great questions, kind of not in a uh, intrusive way, but you're just like, "Hey, how, how does that feel for you? How does that work for you?" And that just the the answers from the guests just naturally come out, and uh, I think that really shows. And uh, yeah, I think that's one of our strengths. So uh, kudos to you guys. You do you guys do a great job of that. And um, then the guests guests do the rest of the great work. So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we <clears throat> we never really. Tasha and I never think about time. To, to us, time is irrelevant. You know, sometimes a Noosa cast, and I think that probably comes from influences like, you know, like Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, really, any, pardon my take, even in any of those, the, the Chicklets, all of their podcasts, they're, they're, the, the time could be an hour and 10 minutes or it could be three hours and 40 minutes on any given day. And it's just, it's all about, you know, that's why the timestamps are in the description, right? If you only want to hear one specific interview, zip, you know, it's, it's laid out, it's laid out for you. Just go right to that time and, and, and listen to it. Make sure you download and, and, uh, just want to make sure you download, right? Like download, like, I don't know, three, four five times. Have your parents download your brothers, your sisters. Yeah. Grab, grab your parents' phones, get, you know, no, no, but, uh, it, That's you know, a real thing too. <laughs> it, yes, it, it it definitely can be, but you know we're still we're still young. We're still um, you know getting some great traction on social media and building our audience. Uh, and we at as we end 2023 here, we are looking forward to you know growing it exponentially in 2024. Um, and there's there's no signs that we won't do that. Um, everyone's been great. Uh, in accepting this and spreading the word already. So we thank you for doing that. Uh, but yeah, continue listening, continue telling a friend, uh, suggesting it to all of your family, 
uh, and or anyone else who's interested in anything we're doing here, because um, we have a lot of different kinds of guests, obviously, and a different a lot of different topics to kind of go over. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I'm excited for 2024, guys. Like, I, I don't I don't find out a lot of the schedule, um, so I I kind of I kind of uh, look forward to hearing who we have uh, coming up. You don't get the schedule. Well, you know, not until, you know, <laughs> until I need to know. I'm on a need to know basis. <laughs> it's true. But uh, I, I, I love it. I, I'll see some stuff recorded and I'll be like, oh, we got, we got, you know, so-and-so on. And uh, that's cool. I can't wait to, you know, listen to that one. So, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. You guys do a great job of getting guests, getting uh, relevant people uh, on the podcast uh, to, you know, yeah, highlight certain things around the Valley and the Fox cities. That's really worth listening to. So I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, most people are, are really receptive to, to coming on to the podcast that they, they, they want to, I think. And, and I think they, I mean, once they get on, I think everybody's had a really good experience for sure. And we've got, I'm excited coming up. We've got a couple of really good names coming up. Um, some, really good ideas that people were reaching out to. So uh, yeah, I, I think the guest list is just going to, it's going to explode. We're going to have a really good 2024 with finding some really super interesting people. And the, and the nice thing is too, we'll, we'll go back and revisit some of the people. I mean, we'll go back and talk to Maddie and uh, CJ, uh, CJ Ike. You know, I went back. It's, it's, it's funny in preparation for today's show, I went back and listened to our very first episode with CJ. And that was, that was fun to, fun to go back and listen to, but I mean, what a great, you know, um, I know you're going to ask you a little bit later, some of our favorite episodes and, you know, the very first one was CJ. I mean, there's a prime example. It, that's exactly what this podcast is. Super awesome story. Kid goes, you know, 15, 16 years old, goes off and plays, you know, professional youth hockey, you know, works his way up, up the ranks and, and is making a career out of it. You know, went to Appleton East. His, Tosh was his teacher. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, the more that we do this and more people here, the more people are willing to come on as well. Uh, because it's not threatening. We're not looking for a big news break or anything like that. We just want people to uh, hear their story. So I, I hope, you know, all those listeners out there, you have a good story as well. Uh, we're, we are always looking for suggestions and uh, just just email us. Let us know if you have somebody in mind that you think would be a, a good person to be on the on the podcast. It'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, and if anyone needs the email, it's. Uh, newsacast at gmail.com just shoot us a message that'd be great absolutely myself i'm not just a tech nerd guy but um i did grow up in the valley here and uh, i did do sports when i was young um i started my i guess my tech producing kind of like venture in my own podcast that i do with my friend uh it's tay and ren we do the packer universe podcast i'm sporting a new shirt uh yeah, this i like time that around. i see that you got Let's that go. going like on um i got a lot of green and gold in here um but i, I did grow up playing i played t-ball i played soccer in various fva leagues um i did football in junior high school uh i joined the swim team in sophomore year to to senior year in 
Nina High School. I even went to state as the in backstroke, the hundred yard backstroke. Went to state that year in my senior year. So uh, I had a little bit of sports under my belt um, coming out and being an adult, you know. Uh, but my now my passion lies in mainly the Packers and NFL football. Um, but I have touched on other sports uh, before in my history. Um, my I obviously I sure. when my daughter was growing up, I put her into sports. She did uh, flag football. She did soccer. Um, we went to the Y a bunch. Uh, she also did swim team in Appleton West uh, for her, her four years of, of high school. So um, that was important to me. She wanted to do it on her own, um, but I'm glad she did that. Um, but I think like we've heard this message before on on the show, on the podcast. Um, but I think participating in sports, uh, you know, is, is great at helping you prepare in life. And I, I wholeheartedly, uh, believe that you should experience some sort of organized, uh, team activity in your life. Like it, it's, it's such a good foundation builder. Uh, if you have a chance to put your kids in sports, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter, uh, if it's the sport you played or want them to play. Um, but they won't regret it. Uh, and uh, you know, you won't either. And I think it's a, it's a great thing to, uh, show, uh, ha- have a, that as an experience for yourself. Um, even if, even if you're older now, uh, you know, you're, you know, you think you're past your prime or whatever, there's tons of pickleball people I see out there all the time doing it. Like, like people are still doing sports. They're discovering it now, uh, as, as they get older, um, so if you think you've missed it, missed out on something, you haven't. There's there there are things out there for you still. So uh, don't be afraid. Join a sport. Um, but when you, we we look at kids and youth sports, um, it's it's so important. It shapes these kids for the rest of their lives in a really positive way. So uh, I've experienced that myself. Um, I let my daughter experience that, and I think that just, in, in my opinion, has helped us be better people in general. No, well said. I think if you look back, even look at socialization skills, you look at uh, once you start looking at like attendance in schools and things like that, uh, the more you're involved and the more you're doing things, the better off you're going to be. And we we see that all over. Uh, we see it in statistics. So getting kids involved, just get them involved and the rest will will play out. I think it's really, really important. And I think we hear that from a lot of our guests that we've talked to. Uh, about the multiple things that they're doing um, as they're growing up. Yeah, just about every, right. You're right, Tosh. Just about every single person has said that they've played multiple sports, have done multiple something. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I can't help but think, too, I, everything you were saying, Taylor, it, it's it's 100% true. And as a parent, too, <laughs> yeah, you got to let your kids fail. It's okay for the kids to fail. You God, and it's such a good lesson for the parents too. But man, there's just if you want the quickest way to success, yep, just it's, fail. It's, it's it's a tough thing to to deliberately do or something. But uh, yeah, like it's it's uh, it's necessary. You have to fall to get back up, um, and to you have to have context of what you're doing. Yeah, uh, you have to to know um, the boundaries to set, the goals to achieve. You have to have to know where you're coming from, where you're going. It's all meshed together. Um, and you can't do that without failing. 
So um, sports, although winning is great, it also provides um, some lifelong lessons. <laughs> well, you know what they say, it takes a big man to cry, but it takes an even bigger man to laugh at that man crying. <laughs> well, with, with that, Joe, wow. here, I, I'm on board this episode here, so I'm, I'm going to move us along here. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm here because I can join in with you guys on the segments this time. Let's take... An old look at new. Sorry, sorry to steal your thunder, (laughs) Dodge, on the on the intro. (laughs) No, that's okay. No, that's all right. We we need we need direction. We need direction. But uh, the old look at new is the uh, that segment where uh, you know we take a look at Northeast Wisconsin, see if anything um, has happened you know in the past that is worthy of recognition. Um, but you know we kind of spread that out to Wisconsin, the United States, sometimes the world. But uh, you know try to get a little pinpoint action on the Northeast Wisconsin area. Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, I will throw it over to you, Tosh. Tosh, what do you have today? All right, so we're recording this on December 26th. Uh, so um, I'm going back to a little look in the United States. Uh, I am a baseball guy. December 26, 1919, something happened that changed the course of two huge franchises in baseball. And December 26, 1919, the Yankees came into agreement with the Boston Red Sox to have Babe Ruth come become a Yankee. Yeah. And yeah. that is, I mean, if you look at baseball stories, as a pitcher, that is, that is the baseball story right there. That is a huge, yeah. huge, I mean, you hear about the curse of Ruth and everything else. That is a big one. Um, wow. And that happened this date in 1919. Yeah. Could you imagine, Babe Ruth? Could you imagine being Babe Ruth? How great of a life <laughs> would that be? His workout routine. Well, I think yeah, if you know the, when you look at, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but when I look back at baseball, or I look at baseball from a kind of a pulled out third por- third party viewpoint. Um, you know, Babe Ruth is the top, like in the top three most influential per, uh, people or players ever to do the game. Uh, so yeah, right. it stands the reason that that's a huge pivotal moment. Um, in baseball, 1919. Uh, when you said that, I was like, oh, is this going to be Packers? I know it's going to be Packers. Nope, nope. Uh, but that, that's great. I mean, <laughs> nope, hey, if you get different. a candy bar named after you, you're doing pretty well. 1919 <laughs> in Green Bay true. was pretty big too, though. I, just going back, I mean, that really changed the New York Yankees and it changed the, the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox really struggled all the way up until – they finally won the world series again. And gosh, right. I can't even remember what year that was, but, uh, 2000, is that why they hate each other? That, that might be one of the reasons why they hate <laughs> each other. Yes. <laughs> Over a hundred years of animosity. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that was mine. Um, I'm going to throw it at Joe then. Yeah. Mine's a little bit more of a shout out, but I think appropriate for an old look at new and it's, it's a 50 year old business that, uh, it's going to be closing their doors here shortly. And that's, Joseph Shoes in downtown Appleton actually started in, in uh, 1971 in Kakana. And I remember going to the Kakana store with my parents, um, not to show my age, but uh, about 35 years they've been in the downtown location, which is pretty cool in Appleton. That That's going, it's being renovated right now. And it's going to turn, I don't even know what they're calling it right now, but kind of a new um, 
that that whole mall and and that that whole couple of block area downtown is going to be renovated and it looks like it's going to be pretty cool once it's all all said and done but joseph shoes it's uh perry who's who's perry vanderloops owned own the place for you know his dad started it and he you know he's taken it over god i think he said he's been in business 30 35 40 years um so a salute to them for sure a staple downtown and there's not many good old downtown shoe stores anymore. No, I think the only one I know about is there's a cobbler shop down on the west side. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they actually sell yeah. shoes there. They're awesome. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I think like the days of Rogan's shoes and and all that is uh, is slowly coming to the end. It is, yeah. and the smell of a shoe store. There's nothing better. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was, I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> No, like new shoes. I mean, old shoes. Yeah, well, that that's a different smell for sure. But, uh, yeah, that that leather and and just a good a good like you talk about the cobbler shop though too. I was in there today, and it's uh man, that's got a great smell too. Yeah, Taylor, where are you? Uh, where are you gonna take us in an old look at new? Well, I think uh, you kind of know what I'll probably say or which sport I will pick to look back on. But th- this is curling. Um, maybe next time. Th- I had to do this one because it's today. We, we are recording this on the 26th of December. And um, this marks the 30th anniversary of the Lambo Leap. I don't yeah. know if you guys caught that on any social media today. Um, I was at that game. You were. So that was I December was. 26, 1993 against the LA Raiders here, yeah. uh, obviously in Lambeau Field. Uh, but Leroy Butler. It was very Butler, cold that day. Yeah, it was very cold. It was zero degrees. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, negative 20 wind chill. Um, yeah. But Leroy Butler performed the first Lambeau Leap back then. And um, I, I think you guys will remember the play, but it was uh, a pass from the Raiders quarterback to, I think, a running back. I think Bryce Pop uh, tackled the guy. Or no, it was Leroy Butler tackled him, uh, kind of flipped the ball out. Reggie caught it. Reggie White starts running towards the end zone, but he gets tackled, almost going out of bounds. He's looking back, made eye contact with Leroy Butler. Leroy comes towards his direction. Reggie throws him the ball, and he just keeps running, and he decides to go right into the stands, uh, making history uh, that was 30 years ago. Can you believe that? That's nuts. Wow. Um, but, you know, this moment wasn't just great for fans and players that like to do it, but this was the kind of like pivotal moment for the Packers because they clinched uh, a playoff berth that year with that game, um, the first one in like 11 years. Um, and this really kind of sent them off into that greatness phase era that we have now. Um, and, you know, with the Favre, with with uh, Sterling Sharp, with Reggie White, obviously Leroy Butler, and they went on to win, you know, or go to two Super Bowls, win one in the mid-90s. But this is kind of like that, that starting point where, you know, not only was the team getting good and rolling forward, but now you have something that the fans can look forward to and engage with. Um, really one of a kind thing. And uh, that was... 30 years ago. So, uh, wow. today, so I had, I had to bring it up even though, you know, I'm a huge, huge Packer guy. Uh, but I had, I just had to bring that one up. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's a great one. I, I can still vividly remember that play and, and you're right that that is a good assessment. That was definitely, they were ascending up that that was a huge, huge game. Um, you, you're right that they had in the very near future, uh, off of those plays that they would have had some 
devastating losses to Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. It was tough. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys were the team to beat back then uh, during that time frame. But yeah, some they, they were definitely, man, to, to have Reggie White come to the Green Bay Packers was just just shocking. Could not believe that happened. Yep. Uh, it was that was game changing, too, for the Packers as well. So a lot of things were happening in the early mid 90s that um, yeah. just kind of came together at the right time. Uh, and, you know, we're still in that era. I think, you know, we could, the Packers could get to the playoffs this year, maybe, but I think with the love transition, new era there, um, future's unknown, but we could continue this, you know, 30 plus year reign of, of good Packer football, Packers football. So um, this is kind of at the beginning of that. So it's, it's uh, def- definitely um, a treasure, I think, for all of us Packers fans. So that play you just described, what, what what is the one key component of that 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 current this current Packer team doesn't have? And it <laughs> well, starts with a D. Yeah, that that play was on defense, and that's what we need now. <laughs> and that's why the teams. I mean, Favre was awesome. That offense was was terrific, but the defense was the defense is really really what set the tone for those teams in the nineties. Yeah, definitely. You need some help there for sure. Something we're lacking at the moment. Yes. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me come along for the old look at new. I wanted to do something while I was on here, and uh, this can, I guess, be an exercise with us, but uh, the audience can follow along with it as well. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, as the, as the year ended here, we had, we're, we're six months in to the NoosaCast. Um, this is episode 26, and we've had a ton of awesome, exciting people on uh, either as guests or interviews, um, even all of our throwback segments have been awesome and great. Um, so looking back on the 25 episodes, I wanted to ask you guys individually, uh, what three interviews have we had on the NoosaCast this year that new listeners should go back and listen to sometime? Uh, and why? Why, why? why would you choose those three, uh, those three episodes? Take it away, Tosh. Oh, geez. I think I'll go with my first one. Um, <laughs> was a fantastic interview. And that was uh, Joe Vandenacker from Lawrence. And I think you should go back because you, I, I, I didn't know the history. I coached Lawrence at Lawrence <laughs> for 10 years. And I didn't know the history that Joe Vandenacker does. Um, we have a, a creek that st- runs under. Yeah. You remember the river that under, runs under, under the, the Bontable? <laughs> yeah. And just knowing their history and some of the things that they're doing now to increase their sports presence is, is pretty incredible at Lawrence university. And we have a great, great opportunity. I mean, 7% of all high, high school athletes go on to play some sort of college. And we have a D three program that um, has, I mean, in, in the past been very good, but you're seeing athletes who are competing at a collegiate level and most of the time you can get in for free. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool that we have this right in Appleton. Um, so that interview with Joe Vandenacker was fantastic. Lots of history. Um, you want to learn some more about Lawrence? That was the interview to listen to right there. Yeah, that was a good one, Tash. You know, Taylor, you did actually bring up a really good point. You'd mentioned, um, the, the YouTube, the throwbacks and, and you get, 
I don't know what do you get about half of the throwback in, in the podcast and, and then the full the the full episode uh, on Sundays. But mm-hmm. those, I mean, all of our interviews. It's a really tough question to answer because I've, I've literally loved every single interview we've done. But what it's really surprised me more than anything is the throwbacks. Because I mean, I had been to those banquets, but I haven't gone back and listened to almost any of these. So I get excited every single Thursday to hear them. And like the Chi-Chi Rodriguez one that came out last week. Oh, my God. Chi-Chi was I, I didn't remember him being that funny, but I was literally laughing out loud as I was listening to him the other day. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So you, you, you're using one of them as uh, the throwbacks in general, Joe? Well, now that you say it that way, yeah, I think I could actually. It's a, it's a t- it's such a hard question to find three because I, I I literally do love them all, but I th- I think you're right. I think a throwback it, it's definitely worth mentioning that it's its own thing, you know. Go to go on YouTube, throw, you know, throw those on and just just listen. I mean, they're just they're just funny. They're just funny to hear, and some are better than others. Vern Lundquist, another great one. Guys that can just tell the can really just tell the stories that are really good, like after dinner speakers. Uh, but I'd start with Chi Chi Rodriguez. That that was uh, that was epic. <laughs> Tosh, what do you got for number two? Well, you know, like Joe said, I think it's kind of tough. I mean, all these interviews have been amazing, and if you want to hear some stuff about some great people, uh, listen to them all. Come back and listen to everything, but. Um, I, I don't, it really wasn't in the paper. I saw it on social media. Um, I want to, people should go back and listen to Jackson Armstrong. Um, he just, his team just won or took silver in the world junior, uh, curling championships in the B pool. So they qualify now for the A pool and they're going back to Finland in February to compete for the world, uh, World Cur- World Junior Curling Championship. Nice. So it was a great story. Um, he has some, a lot of interesting things talking about curling, growing up, talking about playing sports and football, um, and uh, getting in, you know getting accepted into medical school and having to take a year off so he could curl. So wow. uh, that was a, that was a good that was a good episode. And uh, you know he's right in the middle of of pr- probably preparing for those uh, World A tournaments in Finland again. So get to go to Finland twice in three months. Kind of nice. <laughs> no, that that's so awesome too, Tosh, to, to, to see how well he's doing and to, again, there's, you know, guys from Nina, he curls right, you know, right on Kimberly. West Hill Boulevard or Kimberly. Kimberly. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> it's red, <laughs> but he curls right on West Hill Boulevard, you know, right at yeah. the, the curling club. I mean, it's just, it's nuts, and it's just it's so cool to see that. Well, Tash, mine uh, again. It's so hard to choose, but I think this might have been the most fun I had doing the Noosa cast. When, do you remember when you and I went up to Tim's fly fishing shop and and Taylor lent us some mobile equipment? It was the first time we ever took the Noosa cast on the road. The, I, I have to warn you, the audio, that's probably, and it was no fault of Taylor's at all. It was just, we just didn't get good audio. Just our setup, it was not very good. But, God, that was so much fun. And, and there's a guy, too, I didn't know anything about. Tosh knows fly fishing. And, and you know, we learned about the Menominee River and the coalition that's up there. And we, we, we just 
we learned about life and, and just we talked about it was one of those newscast interviews where it kind of went all over the place. And, and those are the kind that I love. You know, you start talking fly fishing and God knows where we ended up talking about. But it was just that was a fun day going to his shop. And, and I still wear his, you know, his deadhead uh, fly fishing shirt. It's nice. I love. Yeah, yep. it was that that was a fun day. That That really was. That is good. That was a good one. That was a lot of fun being up at the shop and uh, and just talking talking about growing up, being outdoors, and and just uh, you know getting you know, getting kids outdoors and doing things instead of mm-hmm. being on the computer or being on the video games and stuff like that. Just experiencing what what this right. earth has to offer. So that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, back to me. Yep. All right, I am. I'm going to stay in the theme about people you should know in this area. And uh, again, this was an excellent interview, a very well-spoken young lady. And that Joe mentioned her earlier, Maddie Wanamaker, who qualified for the Paris Olympics in 2024. I mean, what a fantastic story that is. Uh, I actually would love to get her back on before the Olympics here. I'm working on that, talking to her dad and uh, seeing if there's a, if he knows of a time, um, I'm just going to have to sit down and probably send her an email here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she, this is, will be her second Olympics. She's a two-time Olympian in Tokyo and Paris. And uh, what just a fantastic story. Taylor, I don't know what to pick for my last one. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going through the list and, and it just, it dawns on me that I, I think here's what my choice is going to be it's going to be variety because there is a huge variety of the people that we talk to i mean we we literally we talked to like i loved when we talked to sean becker from from aaron's nordic center Mm -hmm. one i had no idea that the aaron's nordic center even existed and all of a sudden we find out about this just magical place that's you know stones throw from it's in brilliant wisconsin you know the it's a training center. It's, 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 it's a, you know, you can cross country ski. It's lit. It's, it's, but Sean makes the snow. This is a world-class facility in to talk to somebody about that. I mean, that's where, where else are you going to find that kind of information? And then, you know, we had, we had Corey, you know, Corey Otis and, and Eric Stadler from, from the, those guys do all the parades. Um, any any parade that's in Appleton, the Flag Day Parade, Memorial Day Parade, Christmas Parade, you know, those guys, their team, their crew, they're, they're the ones that are putting it together. You know, Mile of Music, probably our favorite weekend, Tasha's and our favorite weekend here in, in, in the area. And, you know, we just had Dave Willems on and just, and we talked more than just Mile of Music. We just kind of got into Dave's brain. So I think that's kind of what, I guess that's going to be my third pick is just the variety that we have. It, it's not, uh, although sports is in our name, it's it's way more than sports. It's really about community and it's about it's about the people that we find and just digging into their head and, and, and into their stories and just learning about them. And there's going to be more of those people too. They're going to be in sports and they're going to be, you know, they're going to be a part of events that, that maybe aren't sports related, but but stuff that we're that's a part of our community, our fabric that kind of set the vibe for our community. So that's what I'm going with for my third one. What I have asked is, Taylor, you've listened to every single one of these and you've cut them apart. Do Great you have a couple question. that stand out? 
it's a good thing in I your head. I, it's a good thing I know you, Tash. Now, and I, I did prepare for this. This uh, the retort. Uh, uh, Tash always keeps us back online. Yeah, he does. He does. No, I, I all the ones you said are great, and like you know, like the fly fishing, like like I don't know. From my perspective, yes, I've fished in my life, but like, oh yeah, that's a that's a thing. It's out there. People do that a, a lot, and 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 this uh, Tim is a guy who who can organize and show you the way, and it's out there and respects nature, and it's it's just an all encompassing great experience, and and I love that he he's up there doing his thing, um, and yeah, I think I I, I do have two that I kind of noted here, and one of them was. Uh, episode nine, good call talking with the refs and that offered and Joe was kind of highlighted there cause it was him and his team, uh, that came on and or at least a couple of the guys and just offered a unique perspective on sports that you don't ever even think about. It's, you know, the guys in stripes, the guys that have to be there to make the game fair, equal, and that make it go quite frankly and and you need them and to get their perspective on it was awesome and just uh eye-opening refreshing and uh different like oh yeah like let's talk to some refs about sports like from their perspective it's it was awesome i'm glad you guys did that um I would even do that again sometime just to hear more stories because <laughs> that's where you get you get these refs like yourself, Joe, who you know are there at most games every week. They're doing they're, they're seeing so many game situations. They're seeing so many parents. They're seeing so many um, you know uh, different teams going at each other. Uh, that it's it's a unique experience every time. There's always something interesting, and you learn a lot from their perspective. And I think that was super unique and so that was one of mine um the other one would be the discovery night joe and tosh went to went live to the discovery night out at the community first champion center and they walked around and and discovered you know some sports right here in northeast wisconsin that we didn't even know about ourselves so uh that was so again eye-opening and fun to um even even us for even for us to discover that you know you have was it hurling uh and like you know the 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 roller derby gal roller derby yeah and all, all that the, was fun yeah all this stuff that's like this is here people are playing these sports and these sports are maybe outliers they're fringe sports but they do exist and and if you're interested in them they're out there for you and i think that was great it literally was a discover discovery night for us and a lot of people, I think. And so I love that you guys went out there. Um, I can't wait for next year because it's going to be great. Maybe we can add video or something to it. Who knows? But um, I, I love that. And I guess so. those two episodes I wanted to highlight because of their unique perspectives and kind of shining light on sports in the area that uh, from, from a perspective that you don't usually get. Um, so that's why I, I named those two. The, uh, the discovery night was going to be my honorable mention because okay. that was a lot of fun doing that. Tosh, I, that was so much fun walking around and holding the microphone and, you know, we, yeah, we talked to the lacrosse guys and the, yeah, the, um, the roller derby girls were fun and, the hockey yeah just and just that facility too i'd never right. been in there before that was beautiful and that was cool i i hope they do that again i can see that um 
I, I, I hope that, that that's it's a good idea. I think it might take a year or two maybe to kind of get it out there, that word out there, kind of understand what it is. But um, yeah, if it's there, we'll, we'll go back. Awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys doing that with me. I just want to um, kind of just like recap and look back on this year, uh, this last six months of us doing this and reflect on some really good stuff and recommendations for new listeners that are coming into 2024. Uh, you know, maybe something to, to go back and look at uh, and to listen to. So that was great. Uh, I really appreciate that. Again, all of our interviews are great. These weren't necessarily favorites, but these are like, hey, you should go check this out because uh, this is something special and we don't want you to miss this. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad we all picked something a little different as well because we each have our own kind of niche and things that we're interested in. So that uh, that's going to help people Yeah, slide in and, and listen to some good episodes. guys now it's time for our favorite segment it's wait, wait let's, what is it let's see if i can get it right let's see if i can get it right <laughs> the test the true test <clears throat> it's forgotten no oh, no wait wait it's it's forgotten and i'm never forgetting that's yeah, it there you go yes it is yes yeah the, the segment where where we want to forget something and then we also want to never forget something so something that we, uh, yeah, just want to crumple up and throw over our shoulder and be gone. And then something that, yeah, we just want to keep in front of us to look at, to experience uh, going forward indefinitely, right? So, right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to this one. Uh, I don't know if I have great ones, but we will see. But I'm going to throw it over to Tosh. Tosh, what are you, what are you forgetting? All right thing we want to forget that i want to forget is just the craziness of christmas i know it always comes and i know it's always going to be there um i actually we try to get our shopping and get our stuff done so we don't have to get out there but i did have to run out um christmas late eve, this year christmas eve and not christmas eve the, the day before uh so my son and i went out to shields and that was that was a huge mistake that i can't <laughs> on a saturday it's, yeah. yeah it's it's amazing it's absolutely incredible how crazy that place did, is did you sharpen, your, sharpen your elbows and get your, yeah. your pads on you know shields did a great job they had people directing traffic inside the store uh they had you know you got cash you got card go here go here it was they did a nice job but uh we made it out alive uh ethan and i uh didn't have any bruises or anything like that. So, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to do that again. So that is my, that's my uh, forgotten. I'm, I get it out of here. At least until next year. Right, Tosh. Uh, no, I, I am 
burning that into my memory <laughs> that it's not happening again. I'm in a better plan. So hopefully it doesn't come up. Joe, what do you got? See, that should be mine. I say that every year and then I forget and I end, I'm, I end up in the same situation. Yeah, I, that, uh, this isn't mine, but I, I did my Christmas shopping. Uh, got lucky. I got done a little bit early Sunday and biked out to the mall at four o'clock. As planned. Oh yeah, dude, 100% real. Oh. Bike back home at 530, but got it done in the nick of time. <laughs> that should be my forgotten, but... Uh, I've touched on this in the past. I'm so damn disgusted with my fantasy play that uh, I'm, mm. I'm giving it up. Mm. I'm done. No I made way. the call. I've, I've played. It's funny. You, you talk, Taylor, you tell, you brought up, uh, you know, Leroy's the Lambeau leap in, in 93, right? Was that the 30 years? My math correct? Yeah. 30 yep. years. I've been playing fantasy longer than that by wow. damn near 10 years. I remember. Yeah. In the eighties, our, our, commissioner still paul who does the uh appleton sports page paul paul lecker is our commissioner and he he pretty much started fantasy for us and he used to he used to walk around appleton west with a notebook and and that's how you would draft <laughs> you'd say this guy's gone yeah. who do you want you know i'll take this guy there's just no computers or anything and he'd go we'd play baseball and football and he'd sit in the school library with the old sporting news and the box scores and calculate that's awesome everything that's so cool yeah <laughs> So I've been playing it a long time, but I just, there's too many other things in life I like. I've completely, I've had guys, I just haven't paid attention. Sure, and that, I sure. think that's just the true test that it's time to, time to give it up. So I haven't told, I, Paul might hear it first here on the NoosaCast. I'm giving up fantasy. I'm done. Uh -huh. I gave up baseball a couple of years ago and I just, I don't know. Football is bye-bye i think oof, i think oof. i think we're done it's it's, it's i know you, you don't have to do very much though joe you don't really have to do well, that much. that's just it see that's the sad thing you don't have to do very much and i can't even do that <laughs> well if, if paul is listening paul <laughs> i'm available you can i'll take joe's spot <laughs> well there you go he'll, he'll be looking if you'd like to you're more than welcome so it's a good group of guys and, and i did uh, i did hear joe say i think yeah. So yeah, there's always several months here. So we'll we'll see if this actually happens. Yeah. yeah. Next year's uh, end of the year wrap. I'm pretty confident in this one. I've been, I've been pretty much shredding or shedding everything in my life for the most part. I can <laughs> I'll I'll keep this going too. And, I don't you know. know. In one of the earlier Newsacast episodes, you were you liked it. You were talking about it how it was it was good. So I, well, we will see next training camp when when that comes around. We'll see how you're feeling. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see. But for now, it's forgotten. How about you, Taylor? What what's what's forgotten in your world? Well, yesterday was Christmas, and obviously the last month has been Christmas season. So I'm going to stick with that theme, um, like Tosh did. Uh, but I'm I'm going to I, I want to forget um, certain Christmas decorations, yard decorations. I know this might divide uh, Northeast Wisconsin into uh, into two parts, but I, I love certain um, yard decorations. I love lights on houses. I love lights on trees. I love all that stuff. I love classic stuff. Um, what, I, what I tend not to like, and this is just my opinion, is I hate the, uh, the big blow-up ones, you know, because they, you know, they're they're just they look a little bit out of place to me. Um, in the daytime, they're deflated and they look like they've been popped, and they're just kind of all over the yard. Um, they probably won't 
to me, they won't last very long. So you, you know, what's the lifespan of a inflatable thing like that? And, and I think it was when it was early December, my wife and I went to at home store over here, uh, off of Wisconsin and 41 and we walk in there and there is literally, a I think, I think it was a 30 foot Santa blow up one. I was like, this is it. I'm done with this. I was like, this is crazy. No more. Like, can this stuff go away? So I, I'm, I'm forgetting the ginormous inflatable Christmas yard decorations. That that's mine. I think there's more of them this year than ever. Isn't there? At least in my judgment, I feel like like I've seen a couple of those 30 foot Santas that are as high as the, Rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will. I will respect the heck out of a thirty foot uh, uh, snowman if someone makes that. I think I saw one on Amro maybe like 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> that stuff's great. Like, yeah, all day long. But uh, the inflatable stuff—that's that's in in my opinion, yeah, it's got to go. That's got to go. Yep. No, I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, guys, with every with every forgotten, there's got to be I'm never forgetting. So. Tosh, what are you never forgetting? Well, so we have some nieces and nephews, and this this can be any kid's program, but it just happened to be their Christmas program. And just how funny these little kids are, especially like the kindergarten and third grade. There was this kid up there. He was unbuttoning his shirt. As my youngest kid said, my youngest son goes, 15 more minutes, Dad, that kid would have been naked. <laughs> so just the things that these kids do during these programs, and they're just up there in front of everybody, just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I, it's it's hilarious. They're so funny to watch. And it's any program. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Christmas. It can be any kid's program. When you have kids in like 4K, 3K, kindergarten, first grade, that's that's some that's some great comedic <laughs> material for and, sure and you know that their parents probably have that on video and they're going to see oh, it yeah. when they're older and uh maybe that maybe we we lucked out you know i don't think uh i think when i was a, i was a kid I, I think my maybe my dad had the uh the, the shoulder mount vhs tape thing <laughs> but yep. um you know i i think maybe we lucked out and we didn't have everything recorded all the time uh but that, that kid that kid that naked kid is gonna have his, his <laughs> video coming out in christmases to come and probably his high school graduation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Joel, what do you got? Thinking about this episode a little bit and just definitely thankful we're doing it. it it's I, I have so much fun doing it and kind of thinking back to just the original idea and why a podcast and just how, how it came about. And, you know, this there's a lot of bar stool, I think, that runs through this. And, and I've mentioned them a, a lot periodically through it but they have been a big influence i love their content i really really just really love a lot of of what barstool does and and you know i i i hope i hope we kind of took some of the good good from them some of the good structure ideas and applied it to the new cast and and yeah i think more than anything just reminiscing and just never really I don't know if it's a little bit lame to say, but I'm just never kind of forgetting this whole experience. I, I love doing this, this podcast, the Noosa cast, the, the team that we've built and just uh, just just kind of the way we work and operate. And, and, uh, and you know, I tip of the cap to Barstool and this this isn't a Barstool podcast, but uh, I don't know. I just I, I love this whole the whole thing that we got going here. So that's what I'm never forgetting. Good, good. Well, I'm glad because, you know, if you're having fun, Joe, and you're having fun, Tosh, then we're all having fun. 
we all get to experience <laughs> it too. So now that's great. I don't think mine's as sentimental as that, but uh, uh, <laughs> maybe comedic, but I'm never forgetting leftovers. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I love a holiday <laughs> when you get to just collect the leftovers from the people that don't want them. You know, if you host it at your house, all of a sudden you got days and days of leftovers. My wife and I, we dig leftovers so much that we don't mind them at all. We, you know, I'm going to be eating ham for the next three days. I mean, maybe if you talk to me, you know, this weekend, maybe I'm, I want to forget leftovers. I don't know, but uh, right now I'm digging it. I got, you know, I got, Christmas candy in in the fridge. I got uh, ham. I got uh, you know whatever we had over the last two days in the refrigerator, and uh, I'm I'm gonna enjoy that. So I'm, I'm every holidays like that. You know, you got Fourth of July. You got Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, I love the leftovers. Uh, I I know that kind of there is a division there. I, I keep I feel like I keep dividing. You know the the, the populace, but um, I think. I, I think most people like leftovers, but I don't know where you Heck guys yeah. lie, lay on that. Oh, 100% no, leftovers. Yep, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It tastes For better sure. sometimes the next day or the day after. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got to let stuff marinate together, yeah, marry yep. together. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I didn't know where you guys were on that. So I was a little bit like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So great. great, great. I mean, I'm, the, I'm the same way, though. You're right. I, by, by day four, I've had enough turkey or ham or whatever to, to last a lifetime or at least until the next holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a short memory, so um, maybe by the next holiday, I'm like, yeah, bring it on, leftover. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, Absolutely. Awesome. So, well, thanks for letting me participate in It's Forgotten and I'm Never Forgetting. And you definitely didn't forget the name, so you you, you did well. Yes, you did well. Don't want to mess that up. I'll, I'll leave that to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I think our first guest too on the segment. I love that. All right, guys. Well, um, I guess I before we wrap up the show, I wanted to um, just tell the audience, tell all our fans and our friends and our family um, how to help us out if they aren't already. Um, I guess the the biggest way is to spread the word. Uh, recommend this podcast to people that you think might like it. Uh, if you have a Fisher person in your family and, uh, you know, recommend the tight lines episode to, to them. Um, or if you're into local baseball, uh, at the timber rattler stadium, we had two episodes on that. Um, but I think we've got a little something for everybody in our first 25 episodes. So, uh, sharing the news to cast with everybody, uh, recommending it to, you know, people that might enjoy it would be, uh, one great way to help us out, spread the word. Um, another one is to follow us on social media. Uh, our goal on our social platforms is not only to have fun and to bring you info, but it's also to help inform, you know, the people that haven't heard us, uh, or would find our interviews fascinating, uh, you know, to, to be aware of it. Um, so helping us grow 
on social media uh, is the key to all of that. So if you love an episode, share it on your social media so that your friends and family and people you know can see that and then they can decide if it's for them. So, yeah, uh, doing that, um, spreading the word helps us um, continue to grow uh, and just be uh, out there for people to discover us. So we appreciate all that everyone has done to this point, um, but there's always room for more. So share away. No, agreed. Yeah, and I think the other the other key point and you touched on it too. It is local. We're we're look we're northeastern Wisconsin. We're we're as local as you can possibly get. We talk about local local events. We interview people that are local. So that that's our niche, really, or niche or niche. I don't mm. know what the right way is to say that word, but uh, you know what I mean. We're we're that in the Fox Cities. Yeah, and don't forget, you know, if you uh, the this whole podcast was started to continue to Red Smith name and to continue to support local organizations and uh, youth sports, uh, high school students uh, with scholarships going off to college, continue to do those types of things. So, you know, if you're somebody who would like to sponsor, uh, we're always looking for sponsors. Um, if you're somebody who would like to donate, we're always looking to donate, email us and uh, let us know. Um, and we can get you, in touch with the right people through the organization, uh, through the NUSA organization to, uh, to help these organizations as well. So email us at, at, uh, at the Gmail that we mentioned earlier, NUSAcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, hey, that and boy. We'd, we'd love to, uh, have sponsors. If you're, if you're interested in sponsoring, uh, we'd love to have donations come in to help that mission as well. Um, and you know, just continue to help us grow for us and, and we don't have to get into it too much but obviously you know the red smith banquet was the fundraiser for news that that's what you know all the proceeds from that banquet went back to youth sports and, and everything that we've mentioned as you know we don't have the red smith banquet going right now it's not to say at some point we're not going to have some live event i don't think we'll ever have an actual red smith banquet anymore but we'll have something that's even better than the red smith banquet mm -hmm. not sure yet what that is but you know, we'll, we'll do something. But in the meantime, you know, the message and the mission is still the same. It is still helping youth sports. We're hoping this podcast brings awareness to that, um, kind of keeps a relevancy out there, maybe 365 days out of a year where the Red Smith Banquet didn't always do that. But if you believe in that miss mission, if you like what we've done with, you know, with with the monies and the missions and, and over the 57 years, like Tosh said, just shoot us an email. That's probably the best way to, to, to get in touch with us right now. We don't, uh, we're not set up real well for taking donations. Uh, something we're, we're working on right now, but uh, there is ways to donate to us. And, and, you know, if you're interested in that, shoot us an email. Um, I'd be more than happy to share my phone number with you and, and, and talk to you in person as well. So that'd be kind of cool as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's great. And yeah, we always kind of like to come back to that and um, uh, kind of put the focus on on that sometimes. Um, we do have a mission. We do have a goal here. Um, but the NoosaCast itself is, is, a, is a platform we use to bring awareness to a lot of great things in North, Northeast Wisconsin. So we are glad that you have shared the journey in 2023 with us. And we uh, look forward to 2024, uh, you coming along and uh, bringing all your friends and family too. 
thank you for listening to another great episode of the NoosaCast. We'd really appreciate it if you'd hit up our social pages, subscribe, like, follow, and don't be afraid to engage. Head over to our YouTube channel to get exclusive content like the full interviews and speeches from past Red Smith banquets. Thanks for listening to the NoosaCast. We really appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so and tell a friend. A huge thank you to Digstown for all the music in today's episode. Catch a gig or find them on Spotify. Help us grow by subscribing wherever you get your pods or sharing the NoosaCast. Follow us on Facebook, X, TikTok, or Instagram. One of the best ways to help us grow is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Northeastern Wisconsin Sports Advancement is a 501c3 organization. Our mission is to raise money, provide support, and bring greater awareness for youth sports organizations in Northeast Wisconsin. We do this primarily through the Red Smith Sports Award Banquet and the NoosaCast. Each year, we give back to the community through three initiatives, the Every Kid Plays Grant, the Gives Back Initiative, and scholarships to student athletes. 